Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Shooting Czars World Cup podcast. I am Stuart Marshall and joining me again in the studio, Bryce Conway from Perth Glory Media and Alexander Ian Grant from Perth Glory Football Club. Hello boys. Morning. How are we feeling? Morning Stu. How are you mate? Good mate, you? Yeah, feeling good. You sounding a bit hoarse today Alex? Nah mate, just you know, cold weather. Get a bit cold. We're all rosy today. It is a bit colder now, isn't it? It is. The weather's really set in. Proper winter. Yeah. Alrighty. Lots to talk about, of course. Big news overnight, of course. Uh, Australia took on Hungary and got their second win in a row. Australia beat Hungary 2-1. Three rather dodgy goals in the game, however. Two own goals. One from Trent Sainsbury. One from a Hungary defender. And then Daniel Arzani got off the mark for Australia, but went through the keeper. Shot from outside the box, went through the keeper. Bryce, give me your thoughts on it all, mate. Uh, you won't find a collection of more rubbish goals in a game, but I think they showed great character to come back after an own goal in the 90th minute to still grab a win, although yep. fortuitous, the winner. Yep. And very happy for Arzani. I mean, we spoke about him last time, him being a, a real X factor for them, and I'm really happy for the guy. He came off the bench and he scored a goal, which is epic news, I guess. And I wonder whether he'll start... Will he start, Alex, on the back of this, do you think? I think he should. I think if you look at the players who are in similar positions, they've probably not been doing as well as what, what he's done when he's come on. So but that's you know, that's the balance they've got to find with him, whether he starts, whether he's... Could he replace Robbie Cruz, Bryce? Is he, is he a direct replacement for Robbie Cruz on the right wing? I would start with Arzani over Cruz. Mm. I think... Arzani's one of those players for the future for Australia. Why not blood him now? He's already shown. Although, although the goal wasn't fantastic, the keeper made a horrendous mistake. Yep. He's still creating chances. He's trying. He's being very positive, which he has been all season in the A-League. So I think it's really great. I will say, though, he's only played 15 to 20 games in the A-League. You know, yeah. He's coming off his first season. This is a big platform now. He's got to go and perform on that stage. And that's massive. You know, like, I don't know. You know, There's always going to be that doubt there now with everyone, whether... He will be able to deliver on the big stage. Would you start him? At the World Cup. Would you I, start him? I, I wouldn't, yeah. personally. No, no, I think he's, at the moment, he's doing a job coming on and affecting games. All right, we will be giving our predictions for the Golden Boy, uh, Golden Glove and Golden Boot in this episode, but I'm just going to throw it out here right now. Daniel Arzani's, you know, a potential Golden Boy 100%. winner of this World Cup. What's the Golden Boy? Best young player. Oh, right, okay. The yeah. golden boy. Yeah. Renato Sanchez famously... <laughs> you are the one. <laughs> <laughs> Renato Sanchez won the golden boy <laughs> in the Euros 2016, and he's had a... We mentioned that, and he's had a fairly big fall from grace. But Daniel Arzani, think about it. You never know. Really young. It all depends on whether the team does well as well, though. That's mm. The soccer is have to perform. He's obviously got to feature in a lot of the games, you know. I reckon he will that. feature. It's a big shout, Stu. I mean... You I'm just throwing... Look. I like it. I like the shout. We need to get the chat going on that because he's a young, look. He's performing already. He's bolted into the squad and he's scored a goal already. What in his second game? Yeah, second ever appearance for Australia. And he's already got one. Mm. Exciting, Very good signs. Exciting times for Daniel Arzani. In other uh, news overnight, other results: Denmark beat Mexico two nil. Uh, Spain beat Tunisia one nil. France and the United States drew one all. And Sweden, Peru. Drew Nilo and Serbia beat Bolivia 5-1. So a rather rather big uh, win there by Serbia. 
Obviously, Alexander Mitrovic, Newcastle man, scoring a hat-trick, Bryce. Mitro's on fire. He's a, he's a volatile character, he old is. Mitrovic, but he did superbly for Fulham and getting them promoted this season. He's um, scoring a lot of goals and yeah. he still plays for Serbia. Even when he wasn't playing for Newcastle, he was still getting picked in the Serbia team. Yeah. And transferred to Fulham or yeah. went out to, on went to Fulham on loan um, in January and scored, I think, 12 goals to get them promoted. So they're back in the Premier League. Whether he'll stay there, we don't know. But... Mm. Yeah, big results all around. Good for Australia. France drew one all with the US, and the US aren't in the World Cup this time. It's a weak US USA. squad this one. USA. It's a weak US squad. They lost to Ireland earlier. Uh, I think it was last week, and John O'Shea's last ever game for the Republic of Ireland, and to have the draw. I mean, mm. yeah, it's not a good sign for France. But I think the most important result from an Australian perspective is Denmark looks strong. Pumped Mexico. I mean, off the back of their big party the other night so who knows yeah the, boy, the boys still got still, their hangover yeah. i reckon yeah yeah just just having a yeah Oof. just just going back to the usa i saw a funny article the other day it was a video of um some, someone went to times square and asked asked the people on in times square the predictions for the world cup and who, who they thought they were going to win it and some of the answers they got were well, i think the top answer was barcelona and, <laughs> and they had like man united in there yeah. someone even said europe so like, <laughs> The confederation as a whole will uh, win the World yeah, Cup. They had no idea. No, they so don't. many touchdowns. It'll be oh, fantastic. Such a shame isn't that, for the US. <laughs> but the US did take the lead in the one-all draw with France. Kylian Mbappe scored in the 78th minute to make it one-all. So, he got a knock, did he? Yes, and he's he's suffered a knock, but I don't think it's too serious, so he should be all well, right. Well, that's good. I really want to watch him. Mm. Really good to watch that, Blake. So, yeah, he... Uh, yes, so that's the results. Moving on to some other news, and obviously we touched on Leroy Sane... Not making this squad the other night, and I want to touch on this quickly. Michael Ballack has come out fairly strong in defence of Sane. Pretty much saying he thinks it's an abomination that Sane didn't make it in the squad and that Julian Brandt, who got in for him, yeah. is nowhere near on his level, Bryce. Yes, well, um, to quote uh, Mr. Ballack, I can't explain that. For me, there is no photo finish. I can't see it. There's 23 players in the squad. To say only see him in the position Julian Brandt is playing, you have to have a fantasy to believe that. So pretty damning from Mr. Balak. Alex, anything you want to add to that? Who's the manager of Germany? Jochen He's been the manager for a very long time. The guy who won, know, won them the World Cup. Picks his nose. And oh, the one with the good barnet. The Is that yeah. the one with the... Yeah, yeah. Oh, Always yeah. wears a white shirt. Yeah. Always Jack, looking... Do you reckon he dyes it though, the hair? Yeah, I reckon it's, think it's, so. it's jet black. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah, for his age. He's, I back that He'd definitely though. have a few grey ribs. Good on Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd think so. Yeah. He got linked with the Arsenal job. Did he? That would have been a good move. He's, yeah. do, he's doing something right. If he's, he's won a World Cup or whatever, so I wonder when he'll get out of international management. And I heard like it's like when do when do managers <laughs> yeah. when do managers go in and when do managers go out. Mourinho came out recently and said that he the time is not right for him to go manage Portugal now. So yeah, he obviously will in the in the future. Will in the future. Yeah, I was only wa- I was only wondering just because whether he'd have a he'd had a past with Brandt and whether the they had a better relationship formed than yeah, maybe Sane, than Sane or there's some something underlying that we don't know. Yeah. And I think that's probably what it is yeah, yeah it has to be there has to be something there doesn't it yeah and in other German news Ilki Gundogan has been booed in the World Cup warm up v- uh, match against Saudi Arabia now Bryce you're across this what's happened here um, by his own fans yes uh, always sad to see this you never want to see that but um, it's all over uh, Gundogan posing for a photo with the Turkish president and uh, handing over a Manchester City shirt saying to my president with my respect and I think the wording of to my president playing for Mineshaft mm. and I just think it's a very yeah, it's a contentious issue in such a multicultural team I feel there's always a lot of Polish players a lot of Turkish players in that team with 
and then yeah, just with you got Urzil, Emre Chan, there's a lot of. It seems like there's a lot of pressure on Germany. They're one of the favourites, but yeah. you know, a lot of media hype against them. Obviously, with Balak and now Don fans are booing uh, Gundogan. Maybe the pressure's really on this team to perform this World Cup. Definitely. I think there's always expectations on Germany. They've always been a powerhouse, but I feel like they've always kind of dealt with that with great aplomb. But it's it's strange seeing this kind of stuff brought up. Yeah. You just don't expect these kind of issues to arise no. with such an efficient unit. Not at all. Alex, what do you think from a player's perspective? Obviously, in your experience, has anyone been booed by their own fans? Or what's it like when a, a, a player is being booed by his own fans, do you think? I get booed every week. <laughs> yeah it's me mate that's it so I know first know what it's like <laughs> so uh, what's it like nah I don't get food um, nice <laughs> please have you seen me play oh, no, it, you know what I love though when you play against a team and you're battering them especially away from home and then the the home oh. fans Boom. Boom. Oh, team. I love it. It's great. There's no it. better fit. That's when you know you're doing something oh, right, yeah. when the home fans are booing their team. You've got that mental edge over I don't, them. Yeah, but to be fair, I don't think... Like, Glory fans, they're, they're pretty generous, you know. They just like mumble it under their breath that we crap sometimes, do you know what I mean? But so, they, they back you to the hills and back. Yeah, most of them. Mm. Yeah, so... Yeah, no, I've not, I've not really experienced it first time. A couple of, a couple of abuse. Like, yeah, a few things like when you take throw-ins or when you're walking over to the side. Like, I love it. How do you block that out? <laughs> I don't know. Or you just do it? Oh, I don't know. But do you, do you Imagine being a Premier League footballer on, on like 100 <laughs> grand a week and someone, someone <laughs> shouting abuse at you. That would be the best. Just it's, thumbs up. Thanks, no, mate. There's a, there's a comedian, Jason Manford, in England who talks about it and he says, like, oh, I'd, I'd stay at the end of the game to take abuse. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Count just your money the whilst abuse. they're telling yeah, you. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's <laughs> Let's compare paychecks, lads. Mm. Right. Okay, moving on. So... Spain manager has warned his players that they must be ready to adopt to the VAR system during the World Cup in Russia. We love the VAR, don't we, Grati? Don't we, Alex? We love the VAR, man. Oh, we don't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ooh, hang on. This is uh, the VAR, the video assistant referee for the listeners is being introduced in this World Cup and will be deployed in many leagues around the world come next season. Obviously, it was used in the A-League as one of the trial leagues last season. What was another league? It was in... Um, do you know any other leagues that it was in? It was in Australia. Syria. It was in a couple. It was in the Syria. In, in the Syria as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, right. there's a lot of issues with that. There yeah. was, I, th- I remember there was a penalty given after half time. I think. Like the players went into the sheds and they brought them back out to give a peno. Just can you imagine that as a player? They'd be just baffling. Mm. Yeah, serious issues. But I mean, yeah. But a question I want to ask you, Granty. Lampard's goal, we all remember from South Africa. Yeah, don't bring it up. Yeah. Oh, whoops. Don't bring <laughs> no, it up. Go on, go on. Hey, well, um, I know you're not, you don't love the VAR, but those kind of instances in a World Cup, it can eradicate that. So, so is yeah, there but, room okay, for Okay, but it? For, that, for that one, that would have they would have used goal line technology. So that's a, yeah, that's so a different kettle of fish. Okay, you and, know, like, I'll just, and I agree with that one. Yeah. Let me just explain. So the VAR, I suppose you can explain it. So essentially, if the referee misses anything in the game, the video assistant referee up in the box upstairs in the stands can talk to the referee on the pitch and they can pretty much reverse the decision. Is that correct, Alex? There is, there's three instances where they can change the decision. I think one is mistaken identity. Um, the I old think, Kieran Gibbs, uh, Alex Oxlade. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. obviously, like if they cracker, they send the per- the wrong person off or yeah. something like that. I think what's the other one? It's um, maybe like if it's offside or something like that. And then I think the other ones, if it's obviously foul play or serious foul play, and they've given a yellow, and then yeah, or it's like a, a real obvious one. Yeah, yeah, missed. an obvious yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so. it causes a lot of controversy because one, it's slow. Uh, two, 
from a traditionalist perspective, and I am I don't really like it because it slows the game oh. up. And I know you don't, and Bryce, you don't like it. Either. I think the no. flow is the biggest thing for me, and you get it just, just really disrupts the flow yeah, no, of if, a football game. Yeah, you kind of forget about it's making a right decision. Sometimes you get so caught up in it stopping the flow, you just want to watch football. And yeah. I think I kind of yeah, there's that layer of bias to it, I guess now because you just feel for me the biggest on one. The biggest one is. People going to the pub at the end of the game, having nothing really. Well, now they're focusing the chats on VAR, but in the past, you know, you'd talk about, oh, well, the ref got that one wrong, or he should have got sent off for that, or yep. surely, he was, you know, he was offside. You know what I mean? But I don't, I, have that, don't have that to talk about now. And you sort of think from, a, a again, a traditionalist perspective and a football perspective, those sort of things even themselves out over the course of a game. Yeah, they do. Season, and roundabouts. You know, so if you like, you get a bad decision against you, you tend to You're think the to. football gods will even it up. And I suppose that's it perspective that is completely lost with the VAR now from uh, yeah from it being introduced uh, and I think it's sad granted that, that point you made you just brought up with people at the pubs and what people talk about with football it's always refereeing decisions now yeah. rather than talking about the tactics mm. and I remember Kenny Lowe's uh, he brought that up in media conferences a lot in his presses after games where people would bring up refereeing decisions instead of the football that was played in a win and it's, it'd be upsetting as a coach just hearing about referee decisions rather than my tactics work my players did this I think yeah. it's sad that it's, they, they really don't like yeah the managers, football yeah. is yeah it's kind of second to decisions made by the referee yeah so um, yeah so the Spain managers come out warning his players that they yeah. need to be ready for it I wonder how ready they'll be there's going to be many many arguments with the referee on the pitch I reckon Alex don't you reckon yeah there's going to be there's going to be a few I don't want there to be because that's what it just takes the shine off everything and just hopefully they, they get it right yeah all right we'll have to watch that one but moving on so we touched on this Bryce you brought it up the Sergio Ramos versus Mohamed Salah feud has taken another turn with the Liverpool forward biting back yeah. to the Spanish defender so hey Suarez oh no sorry I wasn't listening then you were Mo Salah <laughs> Mo Salah <laughs> you said something about biting <laughs> <laughs> an easy mistake. An easy mistake. <laughs> so, Mohamed Salah has said that he did not tell... So, Sergio Ramos, on the back of injuring Salah's shoulder in the Champions League final, said that Salah... They had messages and Salah said it was all good and things were fine between them or whatever. But Mohamed Salah's pretty much come out and said that he did not tell Sergio Ramos things were fine after the Real Madrid defender injured him in the Champions League final. Salah was forced off the ground, holding... Um, after locking arms with Ramos and being pulled to the ground... It was in confirmed he'd sprained ligaments, but basically he's just bitten back at Ramos saying, nah, you've blown everything, you've told fibs. Yeah, I think initially I was surprised that Salah bit back at this. I kind of saw him as someone that was above this kind of nonsense and a bit of that chatter, well, he, but well, I, I guess, think, when I, mean, I read his comments, I think he's just clearing things up more than having yeah. a crack. No, that's probably the better way yeah. to put it, yeah. He, yeah. Hasn't, he hasn't really bit back at him in the way that, Ram, in the way that Ramos had a go at <laughs> Liverpool, but... Yeah. I suppose it's just another little uh, episode in their rivalry. So it'll be... Imagine seeing them two come up against I each think other. It, yeah, I think it's going to be a narrative throughout the World Cup. Imagine if Egypt, Egypt got out of their group and played Spain. Oh, that'd be brilliant. I know. It'd be absolutely epic. But anyway, we'll watch that one. Moving on. So we're going to touch on Argentina here. Of course, we uh, we unfortunately, on our first episode, completely and utterly jinxed Manuel Lanzini. Poor lad. We've uh, got to apologise for that. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, mate. A collective apology from all of us um, to Manuel, Manuel Lanzini because after discussing him and saying he shouldn't be in the squad... Questioning his Argentina, selection. Questioning his selection 
Um, he goes and does his ACL the next day and is now going to be out for a year. Yeah, I've been there. It's not fun. Well, whoever they put in his place needs to buy us a beer. Let's put it oh, that yeah. way. So, shirt, eh? so Come on, mate. <laughs> Akadi, I know you're not the best bloke. Oh, you, you, Give us a shirt, lad. <laughs> well, it's not. Uh, well, it's Enzo Perez is coming. He yeah. plays for River Plate. Um, Which goes to show how far Akadi is outside of mind, really. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Enzo Perez plays for River Plate. And. Uh, Yes, so he's a 32-year-old former Valencia Benfica player. Has 23 caps, and the last one he played, or the last game he played for Argentina was last year. So Lanzini out, rupturing yeah. the ACL in his knee. Get better soon, mate. Yeah, all the best, mate. All right, another injury. This is Colombian now. There's been another ACL. Frank Fabra oh, no. tore his ACL in training in Italy on Saturday, ruling him out of the World Cup. Plays for the Boca Juniors. Left back was diagnosed with injury on Saturday morning. Um, and yep so that's two big injuries shocker there's going to be another though. one you just got to hope it's not a big big player yeah. of course it sucks that these guys aren't going to get to play oh, in the World awful. Cup uh, Granty, um have you ever had an injury a major injury or just even a small injury before like a real hot run of games a bunch of games you've really been looking forward to and what kind of toll does that take I did my, I did my MCL when I was that's right I remember yeah, that. 19 so yeah. I'd like I was breaking into the first team at Portsmouth I yeah. played in the League Cup and then like we played a reserve game Couple of weeks later, did my MCL. Was out for three months, and it just it sets you back massively. And it's like it knocks your confidence. You think, oh, you've world. done. You've had a few big injuries in your time now. Um, yeah, a couple, Stu. Let's not get carried yeah. away. Oof. One or two. I've had two. Two big ones that have been out for more than a couple what, so of months. What's the MCL? And the, the MCL. My foot last yeah. season was the, the strange injury. That one wasn't. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, real weird one, but <laughs> not very common. What does it do to the mind from a? you know the mental health perspective of having a long-term injury initially it's all right and you think yeah i'll get through it but it says the weeks roll on and you're doing the same thing in the gym and you're watching the boys go out training and coming in and you're like how was training and they're like yeah yeah it was good and they're telling you and you're like oh you're itching to get back out and there. you're not traveling away with them no and, and you know what i mean and it's just the repetitiveness of the the gym and it, for me that's not why i play for i don't go play football to be in the gym the whole time so but that's all part and parcel yeah no that's yeah well Let's hope you don't get another one. Let's hope no other big touch injuries. Wood, yeah, touch wood. Wood. I feel like touch now wood. we spoke about oh, me on no, this show. Now no. I'm getting a bit worried, eh? The witch's curse. <laughs> we'll have to apologise. Well, I'll start training next week anyway, so we'll find out. <laughs> I'll be there watching, mate. Don't worry. We're going to be fine. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. All right. <laughs> we are going to move on to the group predictions now. So that's the, the latest sort of news covered as I get the drum roll prepared once again for us. Here we go. Blah, blah. Blah, blah. Alrighty, Bryce. Yes, Group E. Start us off, mate. Uh, we've got Brazil, Switzerland, Costa Rica, Serbia. And as I said earlier, it's a bit of an eccentric group. I really like it. It's very strange. Switzerland's the most boring team possible to watch in the World Cup. Uh, yeah, them and Austria are always. The Alpine countries are always very boring. Just get a couple of draws here, never do much. Brazil will top that group. Yeah. I don't think there's much discussion about that. Uh, so say the group again for me, sorry. Uh, Brazil, Switzerland, Costa Rica, and Serbia. Brazil, Switzerland, Costa Rica, and Serbia, yep. gr- Group E. Uh, Brazil are, they're real hot favourite. I'm not, sorry. Yep, they're they're one of the hot favourites. We haven't really say. spoken about Brazil at all yet. Yeah. Um, so now, yes, it's it's time. Um, Fred has just signed for Man U. Yeah, apparently got a knock. Yeah, and he's now under an injury cloud. So, well, he'll play Neymar, of course. And Neymar. How, how good is Neymar going to be this World Cup? What happens if... What what happens to Neymar's status in the world game if he wins Brazil the World Cup? Yeah, look, that'd be huge, wouldn't it? 
I think coming back from injury would be such a story as well for him. And yeah. After his transfer to PSG for a record £222 million pounds last season yeah, from Barcelona. Quid. That's a that's a few quid. He's, but he's, he's copping abuse from I the fans. I don't know. You spend all that. <laughs> yeah. What do you do with that? I don't know. Probably get some decent fashion sense, I'd say, because he mm. dresses like a fourteen-year-old with too much cash. Does he? Yeah. Looks like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a fool. So Brazil, Alex, who's getting out? Brazil, Switzerland, Costa Rica, Serbia. Well, I'm looking at it, and Costa Rica, they obviously knocked England out of the last, yep. the last World Cup. Um, did well. They always seem to be. They're they're another team that just seems to like fly under the radar. You don't know not much about them, but yep. they get through the group, and then you know, they, I don't know. They probably won't get further than the round of sixteen or whatever like that. But they, they I think they'll probably come second behind Brazil. I'm hope. Well, yeah, I think. You th- you look at Costa Rica, and the only name that comes to mind is Joel Campbell. Yeah, and yeah. he always seems to do really well at the World Cup, and yeah. can't really replicate it at club level. But he's always such a threat. Yeah. At international level, so I think it'll be... He's only 25. I feel like he's been talked about for years. But yeah, I think that's a... Second will be uh, very interesting. I'm going to tip... Look, I reckon... I reckon... Um, oh, that is I reckon Swiss, so tough. I reckon Switzerland are a fairly good option here. Yeah, Licksteiner just signed uh, on a free for Arsenal. So, new move for him. Yeah. He'll be looking to keep the momentum going. Zerdan Shakiri so obviously plays for Switzerland. Granite Jacker plays for Arsenal. Shakiri's just been relegated with Stoke. It'll be interesting to see where he goes though, next. They're, they're players who've not performed well. Like they're, oh, not, they're not taking form into into the World Cup. No, so, Shakiri yeah. had a good season. I, no, I, don't, I wouldn't really say He was that. in my fantasy team the whole year. Was I thought it? he had a great season. Their names. That's why I beat And you. we look to them and we go, Premier League <laughs> names, they're great. But at the end of the day, you're right. They haven't performed. Chaka has been horrendous. Yeah. He's not that... Yeah, he gets brash red cards. He can score a good goal, though. But yeah, he'll get one every six months. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Uh, they've got the names to come second for sure, but I'm not convinced. I don't know. I, I rate Shakiri. At least, I guess that's why he didn't come, uh, you know, up the top of the fantasy league, mate. You didn't have Shakiri in your team the whole <laughs> season. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Sly little plug there, Stuart. Congratulations, <laughs> mate. Yeah, low blow, mate. Big dog. Uh, oh, shout out to Viv. He, he topped the league that uh, in our league. But anyway, yeah, Switzerland... So Brazil and Switzerland for me to get out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, great. I want want Costa Rica to come second, desperately. Well, that's my tip. I'm saying Brazil and Costa Rica. There we go. Keep it south. You heard it here first. All right, group F. Germany, Mexico, Sweden, South Korea here. We've touched on Germany a fair bit so far in our episodes. You'd expect them to top the group, wouldn't you? Yep. For sure. I think um, hopefully those distractions with uh, Gunnigan don't really affect the camp. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're far too strong not to top that group. And anything other than three wins will be a disappointment, I feel, like coming out of that group. You'd think so, Al? Yeah, Germany for sure. They're going to absolutely boss it. But that first game against Mexico could be a tough one. They yeah. did just get done by Denmark 2-0. Yeah, but I still think... That's what I mean. You can't read... The People are still experimenting. And, yeah. you know, you can't read too much into... Germany's results. form's still a bit patchy. Yeah, that was their first win in five matches, wasn't it? Yep. So, quite strange from them. Sweden and South Korea, of course, no Zlatan Ibrahimovic playing for Sweden this World Cup, even though he wanted to come back out of retirement and play. He sort of got rejected yeah, by the manager, didn't he? Doesn't usually happen to him, yeah. does it? Not Him not getting what oh, he wants. What did he, if I can get the comments up quickly, he said he said something hilarious, like classic Zlatan comments, like... Talking in third person, like, it's oh, hilarious. Yeah. His, re- his response to not getting into the side. It's always so a red funny. flag, anyone speaking in third person. I think he's just one of those names that you're just so used to, you know, having in the World Cup. And He's not there. Well, that's what he said. He was like, the World Cup's for big... That's exactly what he said. He was like, the World Cup's for big players, you know. 
said all these good places. Yeah, he was like, but, he was like, but, places. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, but where, is, where is Zlatan? Anyway. Um, uh, Germany and Mexico to get out. Chicharito going to bang a few in. The little pee. Yep. Yeah, have you got a, you got a, got any thoughts on Chicharito this time? Granty. What do you mean? Would you like to share some comments on Chicharito? No. Give us some insight. <laughs> you don't like the bloke. <laughs> no, I do. I think it, at United he was great. I loved him. But, you know, I don't know. He's just, he's not really... He's His not really career's, I'd say, stagnated. I think he should have stayed at United. I think... Even as a bench, as yeah, a I just role think player? He, he was doing, like, why why break something like if it's not broken? Why change something if it's not broken? You I know what I mean? I like, think he, he had the talent and he should be starting. But... And then when he has got those starts at West Ham, he, I mean, he's underperformed. I'd say. Yeah, I think, I think he probably just needs to realise that maybe that's what he is. He's just an impact player who comes on from that. You know, like he should have stayed at Leverkusen. I tell you what, I wish I was one of those players earning that kind of money <laughs> in the Premier. Like everyone knowing, oh yeah, he does well off the bench. You know, just mm. chilling on the bench for seventy minutes yeah. and then just come on for the last twenty and then a Solomon Kalou. A Solomon Kalou. Pick up your goal bonus. Yeah. Giovanni yeah. De Santos, Cheers. Carlos Villa. Chicharito, all in that team. They're the three strikers. Yeah, they're, they're three pretty good players. Yeah, yeah. Vela just moved to the uh, MLS. Mm. So yeah. LA Galaxy. Yeah, he's been there. Yeah. Oh no, he's playing for Los Angeles FC. Sorry, yeah, the Giovanni De Santos is playing for That's, LA Galaxy. Uh, Will Lacan. Ferrell's team. What, How's that? Los Angeles Football Club. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. He's got a stake. There you go. The big dog. All right, Group G: Belgium, Panama, Tunisia, England. This is England's group. What and a group! Many, uh, many experts out there. Think England have been dealt a very, very kind hand here. Usually, are. Mm. I'd say. Um, big shouts out to Rycroft for telling me to big up England, and he raised some very good points. Mm. Uh, Rashford, Kane, Sterling, and when you say those out loud, they've got some serious threats. All right, and this talent. England's my roughy selection for the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to cause a few issues for some teams. I think it's so, it's so exciting. It's the, like the first World Cup where I think that England have got a team now that you know. People don't expect too much of them, so whatever they do, I think that people probably obviously they've got to make past the group stage with what they've been dealt. But I don't think people will be overly disappointed if they got knocked out yeah. early doors I'd, I'd, because I don't think there's that much expectation. Obviously, everyone wants them to do well, but I can see them getting to the semis and maybe. I don't think topping the group is out of the question either. Belgium haven't performed at major tournaments. No. Yeah, they, they, they flop. Yeah. They? And I think last, I think their manager, Martinez, not convinced by him. Mm. No, 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 yeah. Thierry Henry is the assistant at Belgium. Yeah. He's won an FA Cup, but can he win the World Cup? You know, no. Martinez, <laughs> Martinez <laughs> in club management, they reckon has an impact in the, I suppose he kept Wigan up and he did that for a few years with Wigan. But then when he went to, then he went to, it did nothing. At I loved it. Yeah. I, I enjoyed every minute when he got sacked, I was sad. Yeah. <laughs> He was rubbish. Yeah, so that was. I was actually surprised when he got appointed Belgian manager. Yeah, ditto. I think he's a bit. He always is he a bit young. To be and he manager. hasn't dealt with players of that stature before nah. in his coaching career. I wonder with Belgium, right? So you remember when Rio Ferdinand came out and said was talking about the England Golden Generation, Rio. and they were talking about how they didn't gel when they got together and talking about the hindsight thing. Mm. Did you Did you cover that? I'll give some context for yeah. people that don't know. It's pretty much Rio Ferdinand came out and was talking about England's Golden Generation. Yeah, yeah, like with Lampard and Gerrard, they were on BT Sport or whatever. Yeah. And they were sort of saying, in hindsight, they don't think they performed because they didn't want to give each other, like they didn't want to give anything away when they were training together for England because they were so focused on winning trophies for their clubs. And I wonder with Belgium, and the reason I say this because I saw Romelu Lukaku put up something on Instagram or whatever, and it was, he was talking, his camera, a selfie camera on Vincent Company taking a video 
and he was sort of saying to him, we can be friends for six weeks. So I wonder if this... Very good point. I wonder if that similar thing may happen to Belgium and they may underperform purely because they've got company who's the captain of the city and Lukaku who's a striker for United. Are they going to actually come together and do well? It's such a Premier League-centric squad as well. Yeah. And all stars. And I think that's a seriously good shout, mm. I think. So I, I, yeah, they're I, all contenders as well. You've got Spurs, Arsenal, United, City all involved there. I think that could definitely play into it. And that's like with Martinez, we're not convinced on him totally. I mean, we could be proved wrong and maybe we hope we are, but... Question marks are there. You, yeah. you can't deny, though, that they've got... No, they've got oh, sick players. They've got God. a tasty-looking squad. Oh, yeah. It is That's very a FIFA naughty. squad. No, oh, it is nice. Yeah. They've got some good players like Company and Alderweireld. Hazard. Hazard, yeah. yeah Lukaku. Thorgan Hazard, so Eden and Thorgan, yeah, the brothers. Love that. Yeah, How good right. is that? Going to World Cup with the brother. He's at Much and Gladbach, yeah? Yep. Yeah. 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 So both Who produce more professional players from their youth academy than any other team. Bruce and Munch and Gladbach. Yeah. There you go. Really good youth set up there. Wow. Really, really, oh, well, really good. Jake Italiano's made a good He's in good hands. Yeah, he's he's in right. very smart. Thorgan Hazard didn't start. Thorgan Hazard was at Chelsea in the youth system at Chelsea when he, Eden Hazard signed there. And then I think he left because he couldn't get through when Mourinho was yeah. manager. In terms of nurturing talent, you got Marco Royce to Stegen. Chaka was there as well. They've just produced a lot of players. Looking forward to seeing yeah. Marco Royce in the... Yeah. So happy that he's there. Mm. Honestly, that he's had some shocking runs. He could have been up Ger- there with Messi and Ronaldo. German player is Marco Royce, by the way. Yes, yes. I wish him all the best. All right. So England and Belgium to get out of this. Panama has been billed as the worst team in the competition. <laughs> worst team, best hats. Mm. Have you seen their straw hats? No, I oh, they look dapper. <laughs> Big fan. All right. Excited by England. Excited by Belgium. Just a quick little fact whilst we're on the hats. Um, did you know Panama hats actually aren't from Panama? Oh, what? I know, yeah. I think they're from like Ecuador or something like that. Yeah. Oh. There you go. I wish I didn't know that. Just throwing <laughs> that in the mixer. <laughs> I wish I didn't know. It just takes away from the whole Wait, grandeur. Where, where are they from? They're from Ecuador. Ecuador, I believe, yeah. What my sources someone, tell me. You know, just my sources told me tell me. I haven't, I haven't actually seen it. What are they? Just Hot big tip. wide brim hats. Uh, don't know. We'll show you, mate. Interesting. All right, group H. Poland, Senegal, Colombia, and Japan. All right, so they just look like they're just for the listeners. I've just been showing two pictures. It's uh, they're pretty much like fedoras, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, uh, on Very second simple. thought. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right, get off the hats. Let's go to Group H: Poland, Senegal, <laughs> Colombia, and Japan. You, Bryce, you mentioned you were excited by Senegal. Can you explain yourself, please? Money, money. Do I really need to say any more? Um, I think they're going to be. I think they're a bit of a dark horse for this. My boss agrees. Uh, I think Senegal have got a lot of threat. I'll take Adrissa Gay and, and Mane, just to name a couple. I mm-hmm. think they can, in a group that I feel is quite open, um, I know that Japan will come bottom in this group. I put my name, I put my hat, I put my Panama hat on that. Puts his Panama, Ecuador hat and on it. And as you mentioned before recording, they had about 100 people at the airport yeah. sent off as opposed to 700 previously. Yeah, yeah. So in a couple, I don't know, one of the last two World Cups, whatever it was, when... Um, Japan were really good. They they had about seven hundred, or they had heaps of fans turn out at the airport to see the team off. But there was only there was about seven hundred to one hundred. So I think in Japan the country isn't as excited about this squad and this World Cup as they have been in the past. So they're switched on. It's it's a it's a weak team. Mm, they don't have the Japan, stars of Japan yesterday. topped the qualifying group though, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Then they they coached left Australia's and group. it's it's been all yeah. But, yeah, oh, so they better switch, they nice kits though. It is it is the sumo wrestling World Cup as well on at the same time of future distraction. Well. So yeah, that's a that's a big. Is it really? A, Does the World no, Cup? I don't have a clue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in, 
Good could timing be, of that. Be, hey, but who you knows? Know. You, no, really, just, you really, really did, me into The I next did, Shooting Zars podcast will be on Sumo Wrestling. Hold tight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get our predictions for the Sumos. Anyway, Japan are going to come bottom. Uh, Colombia, Senegal, Poland. James Rodriguez. James yeah, Rodriguez. Just a shout out to the little bro. Ang's tipping Colombia to do really well this year. To do bits. Up. Yeah, he said that he thinks that Colombia could go all the way this year. Really? Well, it's a, yeah, it's a big statement. Falcao's in the squad. Falcao obviously had his knee injury last World Cup, so missed it completely. Ramadel Falcao is back in the Colombia squad this time around. So they've got Falcao and uh, Rodriguez. And then, yeah. I always forget about Falcao's stint at yeah. United. Didn't have a great mm. stint. It just seems him. like it was the fans <laughs> didn't him. happen. Fans loved him. Yeah? Yeah, really loved him. But yeah, he just... It was under Van Gaal. Was it under Van Gaal? Yeah, or? everything yeah. under Van Gaal didn't work, though, did it? <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> so, loved, he loved his dive on the sidelines, though. That was that quality. Was, yeah, fantastic. Mm, so, yeah, definitely for me, Colombia. Um, and then I'll probably go with Senegal, I reckon. I think... Ooh, Poland, yeah. Riding off. Lewandowski. Yeah. Blasikowski. One-man team. One-man team. <laughs> no, they are, though. I think they've got a decent squad. Milik as well. He's quality. Uh, young striker still. He's at Napoli now. He did have that ACL, I think it was last year. But I think he's quality as well. I, Yeah, it's a tough group. They'll, they'll Very tough have, group. They'll have good support, I guess, as well. That's one thing that probably will True. work to their advantage. Then yep. Poland's not too far In from the Russia, Blo- whereas I can't imagine many um, Senegalese or whatever they are. They'll be popping over and... Say hello, you know. No, no, you're probably right though. No, there'll be a lot of polls there, but I agree. I reckon it's going to be poll. I reckon, I'm going to go Senegal and Colombia to get out of this group. I'm I'm really going to pay a lot of attention to that group. I think it's very intriguing. It is an intriguing um, group. That is, you know, from all over the gaff, aren't they? We've got yeah. a bit of Asia, yeah. Africa, mm. Europe, got some South America. Flavour to yeah, it. It's great. Uh, who's your? I'm going to actually. I'm going to tip. Um, Senegal and Colombia to make it through that group. Me too. All right, so you just jump on my bum. All right, that's there. a All unanimous right. decision All right. here. All right. <laughs> All right, we will be uh, trialing, or we will be doing, once the, once the games start, we're going to be doing a rogue matchup of the week where Oof. we will be designating a uh, one of the, you know, off left of centre matchups in, uh, throughout the World Cup, and then one of us on the panel here is going to have to do a big preview. And Pull a short straw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. And give some stats I'm and all the rest of it. I'm going to sit through one of those games at three in the morning. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not going to be that good. I had, a, uh, I had a mate, Liam, last night come up to me and tell me that the, his tip is Russia, Saudi Arabia will be the least viewed. In terms of viewers, will have the least amount of people of any World Cup opener. Really? Russia, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> uh, maybe, people will know. still watch it's it because it's the opener. Every- but you look at that as a fan of... If you're not a huge fan of football and you look at that, you go, why would I watch that? Yeah, but even st- Brazil, Croatia, is it just because of, like... That's a cracking game. Yeah, but is it just because it's Russia? Are you knocking I the th- hosts or... I think both teams aren't very interesting. I don't know. I've never seen... Like, Saudi Arabia, we watched a bit of them in the um, in the qualification when they played Australia and, I don't know, they seemed all right. So, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be good. I yeah. hope I get proven. I hope it's that a cracking could, that game. That could be our first role. I just, oh, I yeah. just think with all these, like Australia is one of the teams as well that have changed managers from being qualifying to actually being in the World Cup finals. It's like how a team's going to adapt. Of course, Van Marwick, as we mentioned last episode, got Saudi Arabia to the World Cup. Um, but yeah, rogue matchup of the week on the way. All right, to, to round it off, we're going to give you our golden boy, golden glove and golden boot predictions this time around. I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm going to stick with Daniel Arzani as the golden boy. I'd agree. I'm getting on getting on the Aussies big time. I like the the look of Bert. He doesn't say much in the media though, Bert Van Marwijk. He just seems like he's here for business. Business. <laughs> don't you think? 
Yeah, I mean, I think he's. Do you, it's do you it's want a dream you... job for him. He, he gets to come in for a World Cup, gets to enjoy that, gets a decent pay packet, gets to assess his options. Well, you said decent, decent pay packet, but I read some interesting news about Bert Van Marwijk that I likely just remembered. There's some news came up the other day that Bert Van Marwijk to get. So obviously, Mark Van Bommel's one of the assistants yep. at Australia now. He was the ex Dutch captain. What a hard nut he was. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, and Bert Van Marwijk is paying his own staff out of his own pocket because he wants to get the most out of this little period with Australia, which is quite surprising. Great sign. I yeah. think that's fantastic. Oh, have you ever come across any managers paying their own staff before in your playing days? Um, I haven't. I've been at clubs, obviously, where clubs haven't paid players, and then, you know, that, that's a bit of a good football, but, you know. Yeah. What is that? Fair? <laughs> Surely the players are getting around that. that. That would create a great spirit around the camp. Hundred percent. It shows he's oh, not um, getting paid. I don't know. No, the fact that the fa- no, 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 the fact that the manager's paying his own staff. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Shows commitment. I feel, and I, uh, he's serious about it. He's not just going to go. Oh, yeah. Whoever you give me as my sister, don't really, not really bother. I think. Oh, it, it just shows you that the message. FFA are paying him a lot of money that he's got spent. Just he's got that cheddar in his pocket. Doesn't know how to spend it. No, that's exactly right. Um, no, I'm excited about him. I reckon he's just means business and yeah. two good results from Australia leading in. Arzani's obviously really exciting. Cahill's barely featuring for the Aussies at the moment, so good. I don't Who think knows? we will. Ex- we won't really be seeing much of Tim Cahill. I don't think. But golden boy, Daniel Arzani for me, Bryce. I, I hate to be boring and continue that trend. You agree? I just seeing him live last season. He's he's a razzle. Let's go for it, Al. Um. I'm going to throw a wild card out there, and I'm going to say Briel Mbolo for Switzerland, who's playing at he's Schalke a, 04 in Germany. He's a there beast. You know. Is he? Striker, him 21. For, yeah. Don't know him. Bought him on a, for Preston North End in oh. FIFA career mode. Bosses it. Yeah. So go. strong. That tells so a lot about quick. the player, doesn't it? If they can perform on I mean, FIFA, they can perform in real is life. There, is there any bigger stage? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Golden Glove. Um, many good keepers in this World Cup, of course, but I like David De Gea too much to go past him. You've, you've got to look at the teams and got like I'm taking Golden Gloves most is it most clean sheets Correct. or just yep. yeah so I don't know you've got to look at what teams do well defensively usually Italians are always up there but they're not in the World Cup taste oh it's so sweet it is. does taste very sweet doesn't it it does um, all, all Italian listeners have just switched us yeah, off yeah, yeah. oh well it was fun we had a good ride yeah yeah yeah. I'll, I'll throw I'll throw Pickford out there generally because England look going off past World Cup so I'll just go <laughs> they struggle to score they don't score a lot of goals and the game's generally ending like a nil-nil or something like that so there you go Pickford I'm going there. England have the best striker in the world out and out centre forward and Harry Kane they're going to be scoring lots of goals this time around I think okay we'll see I hope, I hope, you, I hope you're right Stu I hope you're right we'll see I'm going David De Gea Golden Glove he's going Jordan Pickford Bryce what are you going I'm not going Jordan Pickford I'm going Mamon Neuer Hugo Hugo Lloris from France. Nice. Although he's been in, I say his form was very patchy for Spurs this year, very out of character. I just feel this is a, a big stage for him to prove himself again. Um, he's very prone to an error, a big error. Hugo Lloris. Oh, I feel. I don't know, not the very best, but Hugo Lloris is billed as being, what, a top 10 keeper in the world. Yeah. But I reckon he. I, he I, does, want, he I does. back him. I think he's a gentleman. Every time I've seen him in interviews, he seems an intellectual man, and I really want him to do well, and I, he's my tip. Yeah, okay, he can be intellectual, but can he... Oh, no, no, it's just a, it's just a side note. It's just a side <laughs> note. He might be just intelligent, a side note. can he keep? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with my mum on the way. You can have yeah. a Hugo. Yeah. Uh, Noy under the injury cloud, does that... Doesn't matter. No question marks for him? Nope. Eh. 
There you go. He's nope. backed him. All right. Golden boot. That's a, that's a cop out, Noya. You reckon? That's a cop out. <gasps> that's an easy well, one. Just, all three of us have just chosen the three <laughs> three best keepers. Yeah, who's, who's the <laughs> who I the don't know anymore. So. Well, anyway. Gold, don't ask me who the other keepers are. Please. Golden boot. Yes. Is, will it be Ari? Is he going to be Messi? Is Messi going to get Argentina? Messi always scores, of course. But um, <laughs> he's, 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 yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got some <laughs> um, Yeah, go on, give us a prediction. Bryce. Look, this is the last World Cup. I think Messi will be at his full capabilities for Argentina. Oh, wow, big statement. I, well, how old is he, 30 now? I, I think this will be the last time where he can have the impact on carrying a team What's and have the energy to carry the team. Well, he doesn't really have the energy when he famously retired last year from oh, the Argentinian God. national side because the weight of the nation got too much for him. Mm-hmm. So you might Cry be right. me a river, mate. You might be right. I think this. I think he's he's done everything there is in the game except win a major tournament. So if he Argentina. wins the World Cup, is he the greatest ever? Oh dear me! Big question, but that is <sighs> Alex. I don't know. I'm, I'm, my tip though is going to be Griezmann for Golden Boot. Yeah, bring it back to Golden Boot. Griezmann. Yeah. What's his celebration? Is it going to be Fortnite celebrations? Is he bringing them out the Shackers? Mm. Antoine Griezmann plays Atletico Madrid. They're the big questions I want answered. Mm. You know, the celebrations of Griezmann. Yes. Hot topics. All right, Golden Boot, <laughs> Griezmann. Golden Boot to finish this off, Bryce. Go on, Messi. I'm going Harry Kane. Alrighty, boys, that's us. That's our predictions. This has been the second episode of the Shooting Czars World Cup podcast. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you, Alex. Thanks for being here, guys. Absolute pleasure. See you later. We'll, uh, we'll be back in the coming days to talk more news. We'll be debuting, hopefully, a few new segments over the coming episodes. Pew, pew. A bit of fun. Yes, yeah, a bit of fun. But until then, up. I'm Stuart Marshall, and this has been the Shooting Czars World Cup podcast. Here comes Tim Kane.